Hello and welcome to Developing the Leader Within Podcast, an award-winning podcast where I interview the top players in the leadership arena and we dissect leadership, management, and career development from all angles. My name is Enrique Acosta-Gonzalez and I use my more than 20 years of experience in leadership development to dig deep into complex issues and bring you the answers you were looking for. If a topic resonates with you and you would like to explore how to overcome it, reach out to me at calendly.com backslash triad leadership solutions to discuss ways to succeed. Welcome back everybody to another episode 2023 hot off the press. We are continuing our talks and today I have a special guest. Today we have Dr. Clarence M. Lee Jr., a brother that, that I appreciate and am so proud of. Clarence is the president and CEO at Exhort Health. He's a physician, entrepreneur, and coach on the Forbes Business Council, the author of Persist and one of my favorites, a U.S. Air Force veteran. Clarence, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Excited to be on and looking forward to adding some value to the listeners. Outstanding. Well, folks, we're going to be speaking about and, and opportunely the pivot. Everybody is looking at some way, shape, form of a pivot come January. And, you know, I'm laughing at all the pictures about, you know, how much uh, the gyms are going to make this <laughs> this month and all things like that. But pivot is something that we are all inherently uh, going to face some way, shape or form. But before we get into the pivot and all those things, tell us a little bit about you. Um, well, uh, you shared a little bit of, of my bio there, but um, I'm a physician entrepreneur from Kansas City, Missouri, originally um, raised by a single mom, went through a lot of struggles coming up, just really uh, developed this idea that I was going to be a success. And um, no matter what kind of came my way, I was going to keep pushing. Um, so found some mentors along the way, uh, hit a bunch of roadblocks on my journey. But, um, you know, my story is one of persistence and resilience. And uh, now I use my platform online. I use my or my organization to really just share an encouraging message with folks and let them know that, you know, troubles may come. But uh, if you keep pressing, you know, your dreams and aspirations, you can have them in life. I love that. And, you know, when I selected you, uh, because this is a selected uh, a podcast, when I selected you after looking at your background, uh, first of all, seeing that you served in the United States Air Force, flight physician, you know, that's enough to be proud of you. But yeah. seeing how you went from one thing to another, and then you went to, to get your doctorate, you became an MD. That's not all. You got an MBA too, right? So <laughs> a doctor, an MBA, and now you're on your own journey outside of the health system. And I'm saying more like the corporate system. You, you established yeah. your own stuff. You're doing your own thing. And it is something to be inspired about. And in all those times, you, you mentioned your childhood, there were a lot of pivots. There were a lot of decisions to be made. There were a lot of roadblocks, as you mentioned. 
But how did you process that time when it came to pivot? I I, I always share, um, and my first book is, is titled Well My Mom Says, but I always talk about my upbringing because if people don't quite understand the things I went through growing up, they don't always get my ambition or my drive or my work ethic. And so for me, um, and you probably hear this a lot from folks that didn't grow up with it much, but I was, we were always pivoting. I moved, I stayed in probably 12 or 12 different states. I was always the new kid at, at school. And the reasons for moves could be jobs or financial, or, you know, my, my mom sent me to stay with my grandma for a little bit because she was trying to figure out things after my parents got divorced. I had been pivoting my whole life, I, year to year. I, I, I've always been like that. Um, and it's just been a necessity for life. So I, I say that because when as I became an adult and I got ready to choose different careers and, oh, this didn't work out and I had to change this, um, I was built for that from a, from a very young age. And so being able to process change, being able to adapt, being able to learn who I needed in my corner in every situation that I was in, um, some of those are some of the things that helped me uh, to kind of navigate every, every pivot that I've had in life. And it's amazing how inadvertently, you know, our parents were whatever situation may face or they come their way. Uh, they train us to certain things in the future and undoubtedly fear crept in not, not only in the times your mom had to do something, uh, but as a child, the uncertainty creeps up on us. Children are a little more resilient than adults are for some reason or another, but fear always comes to try to challenge us during these times. So how did you address that fear component in pivot? So I'll, uh, I'll, I'll speak from, from, uh, at this point, what, what I'm really passionate about at this, at this kind of juncture in my life is, uh, is entrepreneurship specifically in the medical space. And so um, I'll speak to physicians that are looking to transition into entrepreneurship and some of the fears that I had, uh, and, it, and these fears don't go away, okay? But some of the fears that I had was that, hey, I didn't have the training as a doctor to go out and start my own organization. I wasn't going to be able to compete as a small practice with some of the corporate practices that have huge marketing budgets and are in every network imaginable. Uh, these are some of the fears that I had. But for me, um, specifically, and I'll go 50,000 foot fear just in general, you know, I decided uh, a long time ago that I was either going to let fear run my life or I was going to face those fears and overcome them. And I will tell you this, um, all of the big wins, every big win, everything that any person would say, look at my life and say, that is a success. Every single one of them came on the back end or on the other side of a fear. There was a fear door that I had to go through to get to what anyone would call success in my life. And so learning how to address fear, learning how to move in the face of fear is really a muscle that you have to train yourself to do. Because 
one of the most significant powers that fear has, and this is such a great question, um, is, is fear gets you to not move. The power of fear is in action. And so when I teach on this, I teach all you have to do is move, is act, because if you can continue to move and act in the face of fear, that's how you build your courage. But for me, um, you know, it was it was like, hey, am I going to stay in this little fear box my entire life or, um, you know, do I double down and, and, and take a risk on myself, face those fears and and see what's on the other side. I love that you liken fear to a door. And yes, folks, double down. You know, there are people all over, all around us that are doubling down on making sure that we don't get with we should. And so it's time for us to really put the coins on us, you know, put it on us to be able to succeed. But I love that you bring in the fact of action being the combative thing to fear fear will paralyze you it will and if it had a day it will it will do that to you every single day now i take the fear challenge and i break down that door and i'm heading my way right i'm adding action what should i consider before the actual pivot because there are a lot of things that could happen but we should think of this as we progress. Yeah, I think one of the most effective ways to address uh, fear is to find someone that has overcome that very thing. Find a mentor or someone that is a couple steps ahead of you that can give you some insight on some of the things that may be coming for you ahead. I feel like that is the most effective way. I will say this, I can't leave that question without saying this. There is a tendency, and myself included, there is a tendency of for us, and people have heard this term, you know, paralysis by analysis or, you know, analysis paralysis, meaning like you get so fixated on trying to identify every consideration prior to making the move what if this happens or what if this happens in this contingency plan and this contingency plan that many times that slows our action down. So I'm not saying you don't need to consider anything. What I'm saying is the fastest way to find out the, 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 the high value considerations is to find a mentor, somebody that is there that has went there. And so when uh, I'll just tell my story about exhort health, starting exhort health, um, you know, I went out and I sought after physicians, specific physicians, entre entrepreneurs that had done the thing that I was trying to do or were actually doing the thing I was trying to do. And those have been the greatest resources for me as I have navigated the startup journey. Um, and um, I, they're irreplaceable. Like, I, you know, the ease that comes after chatting with a mentor and just kind of the validation that comes with, did you go through this or did this happen to you? Oh, okay. That happened to you too. You know, um, that really helps along the way. So if you're going to go it alone, you're going to double down on yourself. I would encourage each person, find a mentor, reach out to somebody that is doing that very thing or has done that very thing and uh, share completely and honestly with them. Be open and honest. What's going on? 
because that's going to be the 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 best way. What are you afraid of? What are you fearful of? You know, what are you worried about? Have those true kind of authentic conversations because those folks have they are there and they can share that that insight with you uh, prior to you starting your journey. Yeah, absolutely great uh, advice there. I was in a conversation yesterday and I mentioned mentorship specifically and having one below at and above and even there where your dreams lie, right? Having someone that can kind of guide you through those facets in your journey. So great advice there. Now I take that door, open it. I get my mentor and, and I'm going down my way. There are some things that we just don't know that could, you know, trouble us, uh, stamp, uh, a, a no on our journey. So what should I be looking for during that pivot move uh, that could actually be a hampering effect on me? The one thing that I have learned uh, the most as I've ventured out on entrepreneurship and went out on my own, and I will say this and repeat it and scream it over and over because this was the main thing I learned. Um, details matter. The smallest details matter know your contracts, know your business. So, you know, where I grew up in is be about your business. You need to know your business. So the small little things that you think may be insignificant or, or somebody else is going to handle that, or if you are an entrepreneur, specifically a founder, I needed to understand how to do somebody else's job. So when I hired them, I knew what they were doing for me. So the, the easiest example, you know, in, in our world, we deal with a lot of insurance companies. We deal with a lot of billing. And um, I, my friend, had zero knowledge about billing. Zero. I'm a doctor. Regular doctor, you're employed. You got a billing team. You don't even deal with it. As an entrepreneur, I got to be about my business. I need to know billing. I need to know clearing houses. I need to know coding. I need to know what the billers are doing for me. And those are very small details sometimes in the in a doctor's mind who's thinking diagnosis, okay, you know, prognosis, what, how do I, how do I treat this? What is the management plan? We're really on the clinical side a lot. And we may, you know, make the assumption that these small details don't matter. Same thing with contracts, leases, uh, service agreements, all of the details matter. So I would encourage, um, Everyone, know your business, know your numbers. Uh, the details absolutely do matter. So there's going to be, and it, it got me too, there's going to be a tendency to say, oh, I don't need to worry about that. In the startup phase, I'm, 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 I'm screaming it right now. Yes, you do. Know your numbers. Know, know your contracts. Know your service agreements. Know what people are doing for you. Uh, and know how to do their job. Maybe not at the detail or the the speed, because they're going to be subject matter experts. Don't get me wrong, but understand enough about what they're doing so that you can at least assess if they're doing their job appropriately. Absolutely great. You know, in the military, we have this thing that we echo often trust, but verify. Come on now. <laughs> Come on and, now. And we say it for a reason. It's not that we have lack of trust in the SME. It's that we need to know enough to be able to check. How can we check? How can we validate 
if we're not as savvy or at least to the point to know that should not be happening. Right. So Come great on. advice, uh, doc. That's a, that's, that's beautiful. You know, you talked about tendencies. There is a tendency once you've arrived at your pivot mark, whatever you marked down the map and when the pivot is stabilized, right? Because you're going to get there if you're consistent enough and you continue to move as you had said. But when I get there, should I settle? Oh man. Um, that's a tough question for me. I, I, um, I don't see, I don't see settle. I, I just, you know, I have come so far in my life, um, that just the idea of something being impossible, it, it just doesn't sit with me because it, I have already done the impossible in my world. Like, you know, um, I'll just tell you really quick and what I mean by that. Um, there's no four-year college graduates in my family, no medical doctors, no flight surgeons, no college athletes, no millionaires, no business owners. It was impossible. This, what I, the, the, what I am living, what I am doing was presented as an impossibility when I was growing up. Um, and so for me, um, I believe each person um, has a, uh, a vision that has been given to them, an ideal that they want to aspire to that is in that impossible realm. And uh, it's going to take the most out of you. It's going to take everything that you've got to, to actually do it. Um, but if you are still breathing, if you still have life inside of you, that means that you still have value to give. That, mean that, th that means that there's an impact in this world that you are supposed to do. And so in settling, I hear that there's no more impact and settling. I hear that there's no more value for me to bring and settling. I hear that there's, there's not another level. And, um, I just can't subscribe to that for my life. Um, I feel like if God's going to bless me with a tomorrow, then there's some work for me to do tomorrow. There is some value for me to bring tomorrow. There's a, someone, there's a life for me to impact tomorrow. So, um, no, you know, absolutely don't settle. There's always a next level. There's a next thing, even if it's mentorship, even if it's you taking your position to now go back, reach a hand and bring somebody else up. That is the impact. That's not selling. That's, that's, that's seeding into the next generation. Right. So, um, yeah, I, I don't believe our work stops. I, I feel like if I, if, if he, God bless me with, with, with a day today, I'm going to, I'm going to uh, use my efforts to make an impact today. Um, we're, we're not going to settle. I absolutely love that. And part of my daily prayer is Lord, just like you said, you gave me this day for a reason. I may not be doing what I did yesterday. I will be doing what I'm doing today. And so I got to find that out where it is that I need to impact. So I love and subscribe to the same thought, Doc. I'm telling you, uh, uh, settling is not in my vocabulary. Well, you've been through plenty of pivots. We mentioned some of them earlier in the episode. We mentioned some as you're going through your entrepreneur route now. What are some things that you've learned through your pivot that maybe we have not covered that you would like the audience to know? I think the the main um, the main thing I want to share is many times on your way to your uh, final destination, 
starting that journey, you may not know the path. So for me, um, I originally wanted to be a, uh, a an architect. I, I wanted to be an engineer when I was younger. Um, and then my mom was a nurse. She introduced me to medicine. Then I wanted to be a doctor. Then I got into basketball. I played basketball in college. Then I wanted to play basketball in the NBA. You know, a uh, couple years after in, in the college, I realized NBA is not knocking down my door. Then I was like, oh, I want to become uh, a doctor. After medical school, I said I wanted to do surgery. All my mentors were surgeons. So that was what I went to medical school to be. Started training to become a surgeon, realized I didn't want that life. Pivot, pivoted, went to my commander at the time, said, sir, I'm not going to finish surgery training. What can I do? That's when the opportunity to become a flight surgeon came up. Never heard of it, didn't know anything about it, never flew a jet, was not infatuated with aviation at all. But the opportunity presented itself because I made a choice and I said a no to, to something. And then this, this other opportunity arrives. I end up loving occupational medicine, ended up loving being a flight surgeon. That is what I do now actually. So I go out, I, I serve in the military. I say, okay, I want to go and get a civilian job. All right, I'm going to go and work for someone. I start getting into corporate medicine, realize that, hey, I, I, I don't like how they treating the doctors around here. <laughs> I don't, I don't know if, if, if I want to do this forever. Pivot again. How can I go and do this on my own? I, I realize, hey, I'm a doctor. I'm not trained in business. Now I got to go Learn about business. Now I got to go to business school. These were not things if you had a said at 18, this was my path, wouldn't have been able to tell you. I only saw the next kind of staircase or the next why in the road as I was walking and going after something. So to, to sum that up, if you have a focus, go after that focus, put everything you have into that focus. And as you go down that path, the next opportunity will present itself. But many times people will try to pursue two or three or four things all at the same time. And that is the person, right? That is the, that's the tragedy where someone is not able to find their path because they never choose one. They're doing a bunch of different things, you know? So that's what I would just encourage folks. You're talking about, you know, pivoting, you're, you're, you're talking about your, our journeys in life. For me, um, I did not know I would be here at 18. Um, this is not what I thought I was going to be doing. But as you gain experience, as you go through things, it is my personal belief, you know, there's no wasted time. You know, God is going to use all of those experiences, all of those little checks that you have now. He's going to use that. And so today, a significant portion of Exhort Health's business is occupational medicine. Is me going doing business to business, dealing with other businesses and helping them for their healthcare needs. So uh, none is lost, but uh, I, I think the the one thing is go after your one thing, and as you're going after that, other opportunities will present themselves. Well, I'm so happy you got to those whys. You <laughs> went and took the the path you did. It led you to me today, and I'm so fortunate to have you on the show today. You know, if, if I could summarize this, this entire episode in four things would be don't fear, move, focus, and don't settle. Uh, uh, folks, uh, you know, the pivots are going to come your way. Uh, and some of them are going to throw you for a loop. Focus on 
what it is you want to focus on and move. Now, Doc, if they wanted the listener, those that are viewing this video right now, wanted to get a hold of you, what would be the best way for them to do so? Uh, my website is simply clarenceleejr.com. And, um, you know, on social media, I'm at drclarenceleejr.com. All of the social medias, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. Um, but yeah, just Dr. Clarence Lee Jr. If you Google me, uh, connect with me online. Like I said, for me, it's really about sharing my failures, uh, sharing the things that didn't always go great and how, you know, your journey is. But but one is my message is one of encouraging people to continue to press forward. Um, I do believe in my heart of hearts, that vision that you have in your brain, that is the intention for your life. That is the intention for your life. Absolutely wonderful, folks. We're going to have all that information as part of the show notes and the video to include the books because he has books out there, y'all. And yeah. y'all got, you have to read those and support. Uh, Doc, thank you so much for taking your time to share uh, the pivot with us early in the year, enough for us to make some adjustments. And we really appreciate the work you're doing in the medical field and your service. We thank you for that. Uh, folks, today's episode uh, is sponsored by a handful of folks. And now I'm going to take this time to thank them. Triad Leadership Solutions, Superpass, which powers our website and app, Southern Sweet and Sassy Coffee, and Harchester London. Thank you to our sponsors. If you've enjoyed this episode and learned something interesting about the topic covered today, make sure to subscribe and let us know by leaving a comment right now. And we're always looking for new ideas and guests that can add to our show. So if you know someone that have or have a topic that you would like for us to feature on the podcast, just send us an email at triadleadershipsolutions at gmail.com. Be sure to tune in next, next week for another episode where we dissect leadership from another angle. And as we like to end the show, Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram at Triad Leadership Solutions and on Twitter at TLS underscore FL. Thanks again. I'll see you next week and success to you.